And we are season five, episode 203 with Kenny Schneider. We're going to say hello to everybody on the panel real quick um, as we are trying to go live on Facebook. No, on YouTube. One of these. <laughs> I mean, hey, you know, as long as it gets out there live someplace, I am perfectly fine with that. Don't forget, thumbs up always helps. If you're listening to this on your favorite podcasting app, Thank you so much for joining us. We also are streaming our audio to our Podbean. So our audio is going to Podbean. And of course, we are saying hello to everybody and chatting on YouTube. Eventually, we're going to be able to stream to multi-platforms. So until then, I guess enjoy us on uh, YouTube and our audio podcast on your favorite podcasting app. Just search for PPG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast. My name is Sean Simons, also known as PPG Grandpa. You can find me at ppggrandpa.com. And of course, I'm always over at Paramotor Arkansas and runningtothesky.org. That is our uh, nonprofit. It's uh, designed to help disabled veterans learn to fly, but it's also opened up to everybody else. So if you want to learn to fly, we're going to give you some amazing deals that we're also giving the disabled veterans. So we're going to talk more about that and also be giving away free training. What? Free training? That's crazy. Does that really work? Yeah, it does. So tonight we're going to be talking with Kenny uh, Shatner. No, did I say that wrong? Schnatter. 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 I'm sorry. I messed up. That's my bad. So Kenny and I are uh, going to be talking about uh, Pennsylvania PPG. But before we get to them, before we get to Kenny, let's go ahead and say hello to everybody on the panel. Real quick, let's chat with ParamomUSA.com, our very own Linda Anderson. How you doing, Linda? Good to see you with your hey. pom Welcome. Welcome, panel. Welcome, chatters out there in Chatterland and all my viewers and listeners. It's Monday night. And like I say, every Monday night, this only place to be is right here with my clear prop guys. So if you want to be a guest on the show, like Kenny tonight, just get up with me at ParamountUSA.com. Takes you right to my Facebook page and just tell me, hey, I want to be a guest on your show sometime. And there, there you'll be. That's it. So everybody sit back, enjoy, grab your snacks and all the good stuff. It's going to be a great show. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us uh, tonight on Clear Prop TV, Paramotor Podcast, also known as PPG, Par PPG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast, Clear Prop TV, and you can find us at paratalk.org. John Wayne's in the house. What's up, John Wayne? Hey, how y'all doing? He said that he's going to grace uh, our presence with him for a little bit. Uh, he might have to leave, but until then, he's right here. Good to see you, John Wayne. Thanks for joining us, buddy. Yeah, it's good to be here. We also got Scuba Steve from ParamotorDo.com. Oh, with that has changed. With a tummy ache tonight. What? It is now ParamotorOutlaw.com. <laughs> <laughs> it is. up with all this? <laughs> well, <laughs> somebody was talking about us being outlaws if they changed the laws and all that. And I was like, hey, ParamotorOutlaw.com. I'm going to go get that. So, I, <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> so are you still doing a uh, paramotor dude or is paramotor that dude? I turned off cause it was about to expire anyway. So this other one's good for at least three years. Um, so I'm good. Paramotoroutlaw.com. 
Grimmerartoutlaw.com that I'll never remember. So you're going to have to remember that one for me. Oh, okay. I'll remember it for you. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, good to see you, Scuba Steve. We also got Kevin H. from Mississippi. What's up, buddy? Hello. How's everybody? Cold over here. How's the weather in Mississippi? Uh, cold and snowy. School's canceled again tomorrow. So ice just hasn't uh, hadn't been warm enough around here for the ice to melt. Oh, no. Too much ice, ice, baby. Dun, 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 That's dun, exactly dun. what it is. <laughs> All right. Um, well, good to see you, Kev. Uh, hopefully one of these days you'll be able to get back here and start flying. However, you did say that you're going to be retiring soon, and hopefully that you might be able to make it over here and hang out with us more on a permanent basis. How cool would that be? That would be fantastic. Excellent. Good to see you, Kevin. We also got Will Fly from Will Fly PPG. Are you not going to change that, are you? Nope, it's going to stay the same. We'll fly PPG.com. I'll take you directly to my YouTube channel where you can uh, see my videos. Corny humor. If you like paramotor stuff, check it out. If not, check it out anyway. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> uh, it's good to be here Monday night. It's uh, my favorite show on Monday night at 8 p.m. Wouldn't be anywhere else. Well, good. Glad that you made it here. Um, you're going to be on the spinny wheel of Winnie things because we're going to be spinning the wheel today and giving away a couple of cool prizes. I also got Jim from Canada, the only guy I know that has maple syrup smelling money, which he's probably in the background smelling his money. I would too. <laughs> My money smells like maple syrup. I also got Ryan Rides. Good to see you, buddy. Glad that you made it, man. How's it going? Another beautiful day. Is it cold over there too? It's been really nasty up here in the Northeast. Uh, I'm sure Kenny can attest uh, he's not far from where I am. So, yeah, it's been pretty pretty bad. It's been really cold, really windy. It's It's been garbage weather. So I'm looking forward to the spring. Aren't we all? Um, you also do the drone thing, right? So you do d drone shows. How do we get to that drone show things? Oh, yes, you're just in case somebody wants to uh, <clears throat> more about drone shows. We are doing uh, drone light shows now, uh, starting last year. And uh, if you want to check us out, uh, you can go to starflightdrones.com or you can check us out on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash starflightdrones. And yeah, that's wh that's where we are. And that's actually Facebook is actually where most of our uh, our media stuff is. Facebook instagram um we've got a TikTok. we don't have a whole lot on there yet but uh we're uh we're working on it so uh got a very very big year coming uh we're growing our fleet so it's going to be a big year for us excellent 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 um real quick shout out um we've got a really nice donation to run to the sky from charles and janet uh andre's family foundation honoring the memory of William and Betty Andres. So I just want to shout you guys out. We got it. And thank you so much for the donation. We definitely appreciate it. Tonight is not about me. It's not about the panel. Tonight is about Kenny. Kenny runs uh, Pennsylvania. That PPG. <laughs> What's that? I said that way. Well, where, on my screen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kenny is with us tonight. He's going to tell us a little bit about his school. And uh, tell us, Kenny, um, welcome to the show, obviously, but tell us a little bit about yourself and how did you get into paramotoring? Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Um, so I grew up 
um, doing all kinds of stuff. I grew up racing motocross my whole life. Um, I raced the expert level on motocross, supercross. Um, did quite a bit of like a mountain biking, um, BMX riding, pretty much you name it. I did it, um, especially racing. Uh, raced cars, dirt modifieds, um, small go-karts, the whole nine yards. Um, I just loved uh, adrenaline. I guess call me an adrenaline junkie, I guess. Um, I grew up racing motocross. There was no jump I wouldn't do. I just loved being in the air. Um, I stumbled across um, paramotors by flying RC airplanes. Um, one of the guys that we were flying RC airplanes with had a photo album. He had all these cool airplanes that he would build. And he uh, every time he'd come there, he'd show me the photo album. And in the back of the photo album, he had these old uh, parachutes, the old paraplanes. And that really caught my eye. And that's what got me into um, paramotoring. Um, when I was looking at it, he was telling me that, oh, man, it's about the price of a dirt bike. You can you can fly. You don't need a license, all this stuff. So I started looking into it and I started flying paramotors in 2006. Um, it was a dirt bike in the sky. It's like hitting a jump and not coming down for an hour later. So that was right up my alley. I just loved being in the sky. Um, so that's kind of how I got into paramotoring, just being an adrenaline junkie and just love being in the, in the air. Um, I flew paramotors for quite a few years. I, around here, there wasn't any paramotor pilots to fly with. So I was the only paramotor pilot around here. Um, there was a couple powered parachute guys not too far from here and they had a little group. So I hooked up with them and I was flying with them. And uh, I was kind of getting jealous. They were always taking people up because they had the Buckeye Dream Machines and the, you know, the the parachutes and the, the destinies. And I kind of got jealous that they were taking people up and I couldn't. So I ended up um, purchasing one of the guys' uh, powered parachutes that he had. And I went for my sport pilot's license. Um, I had a Buckeye Dream Machine with a Rotax 582. And I flew that for years. Um you know, just to take people up. And my wife was my co-pilot. She was always in there. People would have to fight her out of the back seat. So we did a lot of flying together. We did a lot of flyings together. Um, around here, we had a, a little flying club. It was called the Wingnuts Flying Club. A bunch of older guys. They, they were fantastic. They really took me right into their group. And they showed me pretty much everything I know about flying. Um and then that led to small fixed wings. Now that I had a sport pilot's license, I just had to get the check riding endorsements per aircraft that I wanted to fly. So I thought I wanted to climb that ladder and start flying fixed wings. And I ended up going for my fixed wing endorsement. I have a tail dragger endorsement. Um, I was flying Piper Cubs. I had a couple fixed wing airplanes of my own. Um, I had a Quicksilver. I had a Mini Max with a half a Volkswagen engine. That thing was pretty neat. Um, and I had a, my last airplane was a Rans S12XL. I had a Rotax 582 side-by-side -side seating, dual controls. You could fly with the doors on or off. I had cabin heat. And I flew that for a while. But I started getting bored. Um, when you're flying a plane, it's not like a paramotor. You know, a paramotor, you're part of that plane. You're part of it. You're, you're flying all over the place. And, man, you just go where you want. You are part of that machine. But when you're flying an airplane, you kind of just get up figure out where you want to go, point it in that direction and go. So I caught myself a lot. Every time I would take somebody up, I would take off, give them control, and I would just sit there for the whole entire flight and just let them fly. We'd get to where we wanted to go, and 
I would take control of land and kind of got bored. Um, so I ended up getting out of flying for a while. Once my kids came along, my wife wasn't my co-pilot anymore because, you know, she was pregnant, didn't want to fly. And then we had two kids back to back to one year and two weeks apart. Um, so there was a long time there that she didn't fly with me. And then uh, once it was time for her to fly, she uh, I took her for a nice morning breakfast flight, went for a nice flight to an airport. That was about a 45 minute to an hour flight. I had a runway cafe. And the whole entire time we flew, she was petrified. And I was like, what, what's wrong, man? You used to just you used to love flying. Like, what's going on? Well, she was petrified because her and I were up in the air and the kids were on the ground. So she was worried that if something did happen to us, that who was going to take care of the kids? So I flew for years with her as my co-pilot and she didn't really want to fly anymore. So I kind of started to lose interest in flying. Um, so I ended up getting out of flying altogether, got back into motocross, got the kids into motocross, did a lot of flying or I'm sorry, did a lot of motocross stuff. Um, and then a few years went by, I ended up getting back into paramotors. Um, I moved to North Carolina. That's when I met Will. Um, and when I moved to North Carolina, I was in our, our moving truck, got to the house. We were unloading and paramotors flew right over my house. It's like, you've got to be kidding me. This is, this is a sign, man. I, I, I need to get another paramotor. And here it was the Carolina PPG boys. It was Alan um, and those guys flying right over my house. So I ended up stop, stopping, uh, you know, unloading the truck and tracked them down and find out where they were flying and uh, talked to Alan. And I'm not sure. Will may even have been there. I'm not sure. Um, but talked to those guys and ended up ordering a paramotor from Carolina PPG and got back into the sport. And once I got back into the sport, man, that's what I got into flying for was the paramotors. Um, it's just, there's nothing like it, you know? And when I got into it, I, I felt like, oh, I want to do bigger and better things. And I wanted to climb that ladder of aviation. But the more I climbed that ladder of aviation, I got kind of bored, you know? There's just nothing like paramotors. And once I got back into paramotors, it's, that's it. It's not going away. Yeah, I guess it's like, you know, being a commercial airline pilot, it's you sit down, you push buttons, you just go and it's boring. But being able to fly low and slow and do some really cool stuff, just like birds, man, it, it's a whole different right. uh, it's a whole different thing from fixed wing to absolutely soft wing. Absolutely. Sounds like. Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. You know, how does flying in a plane compared to be, you know, flying a paramotor. What, what do you see the major differences are? It's just, man, the paramotor, you're part of that paramotor. You know I mean? Yeah. The airplane needs you to fly as well, but you're part of the paramotor. You feel everything that wing does. You are just part of that paramotor. And it's just incredible to be able to take off and land on your feet. I mean, come on, there's nothing better than that. Like we all dream of flying when we're kids, you know, I'm, you know, I know I dreamed of flying when I was a kid, but I never thought I could afford it. You know, I grew up, you know, racing motocross and all that stuff, you know, but I think of airplanes as, oh, man, that's way out of my 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 league there, you know. But when you think about it, a paramotor is the same same price as a dirt bike, street bike. You know, it's right in that category. And it's aviation. You can you can fly for the price of a dirt bike. 
it's just it's amazing you know like i said taking off and landing on your feet doesn't beat it that's true and if you want to you can always you know uh fly with wheels so it's not like you're right. like you have to put something on your back right uh, but uh anyway so you have a school pennsylvania ppg uh you do that pretty much nights and weekend but you're going to be going full-time doing this pretty soon tell us about your school um what got you to uh to get that started and uh what are your plans for the future yep so um when i got back into flying i was hanging out down in north carolina with the carolina boys and will and all those guys and i just really liked what they had man it was just their their community down there was just amazing um just the connection, just hanging out with everybody. It was special. Um, when I planned on moving back to Pennsylvania, I said, man, I, I want that. Like in Pennsylvania there, we didn't have anybody here to train, you know? Um, yeah. Brian golf, he's out central, but here on the East coast, Northeast PA, there is nobody here training. And there's a group here, you know, Ryan, you know, he's part of our group here, our local guys, but, there's nobody training over here. There's nobody for anybody to go to. Um, so I started kicking around the idea when I lived in North Carolina, coming back to Pennsylvania. And I talked to Alan and Darren from Carolina PPG. And I said, man, if I move back to Pennsylvania, you know, I want what you guys have here. Like, maybe you guys can help me out. Like, you know, they said, absolutely, man. Like, let us know whatever we can do for you. And um, I moved back to PA. And as soon as I moved back to PA, I had a guy reach out to me and said, um, you know, hey, I just bought paramotor, or one of my buddies just bought paramotor gear. I know you fly. Do you think you can check out his gear for him? I said, yeah, definitely. So he bought, um, it was new gear, but it wasn't totally new. Um, he bought paramotor equipment from somebody. He had a very nice paramotor, but he had a wing that was four years old already. It was a brand new wing, but four years old. It was not a paramotor wing. It was a free flight wing. Um, and he purchased all this equipment and really didn't have anybody to go to around here to help map. So uh, after I went through all this equipment, got him in, you know, the right direction and started working with him, I realized then like, man, I, I need to do something because in this area, there's nobody for anybody to go to. I want to be that guy that can help everyone out. So that's when I started really thinking about Pennsylvania PBG and, I started working with him and training him for free just as a just as a buddy, you know, just helping him out. Like I felt so bad that from the equipment that he got sold, I felt so bad. I just, you know, jumped in and just started helping him out and getting him in the right direction. Um, and that's when Pennsylvania PPG came about. You know, when I was training him, he ended up talking to me like, man, why don't you do this? Why don't you start a business? Like you're really good at this. And, you know, the way you're training, like it's just, man. I, there was nobody around here for me to go to. And so he, he kind of really pushed me to start Pennsylvania PPG and he's actually uh, one of my best friends. there. Um, we hang out a lot and he uh, really helped me see that Pennsylvania PPG could be something around here. And so I opened it up and it's been going good since. Excellent. Actually, can I, can I jump good. in here, Sean, real quick? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I just want to say something here. Um, so when I first met Kenny, um, he was actually, it was, it was just before he started, uh, training people. 
and since then when when i first met kenny i was like man this this dude's solid like he he's a good guy he knows his stuff he's easy to talk to he's straight he's a straight shooter and i was like you know what i like this guy and uh when i found out that he was starting the school um i stopped recommending other schools to people and i've only i've only recommended kenny to people because he really is that good like he's he knows his stuff and he's not going to steer you wrong he's one of the most honest and so the the thing that that separates kenny from a lot of other schools is he's not a a factory he's not pumping students out you know he focuses on the one one on one with his students and he makes sure that those students are honestly ready not just with their skills but mentally ready before they take off and he's he's just really good at what he does and i've watched him with his students he's so good and he's he's just a lot of fun to be around and 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 hang out with and talk to so if if you have any inkling if you're in the northeast and you have any inkling of getting into paramotor i cannot recommend him enough personally i've i've seen him work with students and i think he's he would he's a great teacher he's a great uh great trainer so you you're you'd be lucky to have him as a trainer honestly thanks ryan appreciate that man that really means a lot just it's just the truth man so like ryan was saying like i i do this because i love it you know what i mean i there's nothing like putting somebody in the air for their first flight i know how i felt when i learned to fly and i know what i went through to be able to fly um and man, there's just nothing better. And for me to be able to give that to somebody else, man, it, it's just so rewarding. I mean, there was a time there I didn't fly for like three months because I was working with students and, um, you know, nights and weekends, you can only work with students when it's trainable, um, when it's flyable, you know. So there's a lot of times when I, I don't fly unless I'm going up testing the air. There was like three months that went by that I didn't fly other than testing the air for my students. And one of my buddies says, man, you haven't flown in a while. Like, you know, you got to be, you got to be missing it. You got to, you know, I said, well, you know what, to be honest with you, I don't, I I'm good. Like when my students are in the air, I'm sitting in there with them. I know there's only one seat in there, but trust me, I'm in there with them. And I go through that flight when I, you know, when they land, like, my hands are sweaty and like growing up, I was never one for you know, hugs or anything like that, you know, but when my students land on the ground, I just want to tackle them. Like, I just, it's awesome, man. It's just, I don't even need to fly. You know, I just, I enjoy watching my students fly. Yeah, I mean, and the best part, I think, is when they take their first solo and then they come down and they're like, "Woo, that was the best thing ever. I want to go up again. Yep. It's, it's rewarding. It really is. It really is. So wow. and it's it's great too because you know, like I learn so much. And because every student is different. Every student learns different. Every student picks it up different. So every single student that I train, I learn something. And I learn different ways to approach certain situations and how to train certain people. And you know, like some people don't like when you're aggressive you know so you have to kind of like mellow it down a little bit and then other people like when you're tell them like no this is what you have to do you know it's just to be able to read the people to be able to 
learn them, learn the different ways of training. There's nothing better. I think Kyle O'Glee um, put a stop to that. Hey, I want to go up again because he only gives you a little bit of gas when you take off. <laughs> Wait, you have to land. <laughs> There's no, you're coming in <laughs> to land. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Land whether you like it or not. That's right. <laughs> I may be the cause of that. <laughs> you might be. <laughs> Once I got in the air, I just stayed there till I ran out of gas. Oh, wow. He had me do a flyby, and he's like, let me check your gas up. He's like, oh, yeah, you're getting pretty low. You might want to come in and land. So, you know, but it's better, though, that he does keep it low. That way it's not as heavy on your back, because if you fill that thing up with gas, and it's even that, especially for your first flight, you don't want to be taking off with a full tank. Right. Yeah. That's that would a smaller you. explosion, too. <laughs> a smaller <laughs> explosion. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it's it's incredible, man. It's just, you know, and all of my students, so I only train as of now, nights and weekends. This upcoming year will be different. Uh, there's big plans for Pennsylvania PPG this year. But all last year, the year before, has been nights and weekends. So it's only been students that can come for the weekend or so pretty much it's been locals. You know, pretty much all of my students have been within three hours away. Um, with that being said, all of my students are buddies of mine and we all fly on a regular basis. Um, we have a new training facility now and every once in a while we'll show up and I'll just have the guys come out, you know, I'll get all my students together and we'll meet at the training site and just, just fly and just have a good time, you know? So it's really cool that you're not just doing it to get somebody in the air, but you're building relationships with every one of your students. And you get to fly with them when you have nothing better to do. They're all like, hey, it's the right day. Do you have any students? Let's go fly. Right. Yeah, it's awesome. It's really cool. Um, I have a couple of my students that are like really local. Um, and it's cool to be able to be in the field training new students and your previous students fly in and land and say hi. And then they talk to your students and then they take back off and leave. Man, that's just that's awesome to be able to have your students that you train to fly show up at your flight, you know, your, you know, LZ and just stop in to say hi. That's that's so cool. I agree. Totally agree. Um, tonight we are going to be giving away some stuff. You're going to be giving away something, Kenny. Yep. We're going to give away a Pennsylvania PBG hat. That's excellent. So if you guys have not done so already, make sure you at will fly and say hey i'm here i want to be on that spinny wheel of winnie things and uh also don't forget to make sure that you are all caught up um and uh, you're not using the dvr on the on the uh youtube i think that i can actually cut that dvr off can I enable dvr okay so i just turned off the dvr i don't know if that actually will uh, kill the DVR, but now you are focused right here. Who do we got in front of you, Mr. Kenny? This is my son, Carson. Hi. Hey, Carson. Hi. You fly? Carson, you going to start yeah. flying, Carson? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I got to sneak out of the house, and this is my daughter, Piper. Here's like her pop in here quick. What happened? Go ahead, hop in. Hello, hello. This is my daughter, Piper. Hi. Oh, no. Hey, Piper. So she's got to have a Piper wing. 
Just like that's you. right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So with these two, you know, it, it's hard to go training with these two around because every time I hook up to the trailer and start pulling out, they want to go for rides. And <laughs> I got to sneak yeah. out of the house with these ones around. That's cool that they're, you know, they both like it. You know, neither one of them is afraid of it or anything. I like that. No, yeah, and I have them both in the field kiting. They're they're both kiting. Um, they're doing really well. I've had my son. Um, we were at a a fly-in, the Jersey Shore PA fly-in, and yeah. I had my son. We were working with him there, and it was yep. pretty breezy. And I was able to get behind him. He was on a road runner. And uh, was able to get behind him, start pushing him, and he flew the road runner. <laughs> it was uh, <laughs> it was pretty neat, you know. I had his feet all the way up here and just let him go and drifted out, flared it perfect. So they'll be uh, they'll be flying soon. Nice. Got to really... get a motor small enough for them. Yeah, when those little AliExpresses that. Uh, um... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just well, need to add twenty five or something. You know, add them thirty. I don't know. <laughs> no, right. Do we have any uh, questions in the super chat, Mr. Will? Uh, yeah, you've got a question from Angela. She wants to know where in Pennsylvania are you from, Kenny? So we're in Northeast Pennsylvania. Um, we're very close to Easton or Allentown. Cool. Cool. Now that family thing you were talking about, you know, with the kids flying and stuff, that was kind of always the grand plan, wasn't it? you know to yeah. get the family involved and so is everyone still gun gung-ho about that like the wife is she still interested and the kids oh, yeah. it's kind of yeah so she hasn't been up for quite a few years um this summer we did a foot launch tandem off the beach um oh. and she yeah she absolutely loved it she was petrified to do a foot launch tandem because she's always went up in powered parachutes and airplanes so she never had to run but uh, we flew the Jersey Shore on a foot launch tandem for her first flight back into it. And, yep, she's back into it. She loves it. <laughs> I have not – I've never, ever seen – I mean, you can't make uh, a tandem foot launch look graceful. It's very difficult to do. <laughs> <laughs> Mine does not want to go in the air at all. But if we find a really good tandem pilot on the trike, might be able to get her in the air. That's about the only way because she's – I could never take her up. She wouldn't go for that. So. <laughs> My son, he's a he's a foot launch tandem pro. Um, I have a I have a tandem trike as well. And every time he wants to go up, he says, "What do you want to fly? Do you want a foot launch or you want a trike?" He wants a foot launch every time. Wow. He is a uh, yep. He is a foot launch pro. I'll take him up anytime. Landings are great. Takeoffs are great. He doesn't stop running. He's really good oh, at so tandem so takeoffs. Okay, so 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 um. How many kids you got? Two. And and one of them is now flying? No, not yet. Or is that okay? So they're okay. they're both kiting. Um they're both kiting, but they fly with me. Oh, okay. I got you. I got yeah. you. See him at school. I fly, man. I, I fly yeah. there. <laughs> it's funny. My my son, you know, he's in football and wrestling and stuff. And over the summer he was you know, going having football practice and he's talking to all his friends at school, talking about me flying and all this and that he flies. And they're like, no, no way. Your dad doesn't fly. So <laughs> I, I gave him a little, uh, little show over to football practice. And <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> I like it. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, this neighborhood I moved in, they, 
they were like, there's no way that thing takes you in there. I had to do a flight for the neighborhood. They all came out and watched. That was pretty cool. Luckily, yeah, it's got a giant field behind the house, so I could take off from there. It's, it's funny. We did a, um, a hot air balloon show, and uh, we set up a display at a hot air balloon show. It's funny to see people that have never seen paramotors before. It's, it's funny to see their reactions on, you know, you just have the motor sitting there. You have the wings in the bag. And they come to you and say, this flies? Like, yeah. What, do you just lay down and it takes off? How does this fly? <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like a rocket. They don't see the wing, you know? So it was so, it was, it was really cool to be at that Hunter Balloon <laughs> Festival to hear all the different people talk to me about how does this thing fly? So it's, it's a couple funny of people, people thought it was a, one of those airboats. They thought it was right. like a motor for an airboat. I'm like, no, it's not airboat. I guess you could if you strapped it on a boat, but it it works. I I've done it. <laughs> of course you have, John. Yeah, I, did. I, I get that. A, I get that a lot. And like you know, be at a gas station filling up fuel or something, and it'll be in the back of the truck. I get that all the time. Is this an airboat? Yeah. I've got a little six foot John boat here, a little flat bottom. It worked real good with that, but yeah. you're doing like forty. You can on the tip little... over pretty easy. <laughs> Have that boat cranked up in the air. <laughs> mm. Yeah, put on a bike, put on a wagon, put on anything with wheels, man. You got yourself a, a nice little motor. Why not, right? Yeah. Um, has anybody done it on a skateboard yet? Put a paramotor on their back and skateboard. I can't even. I can't even stand on a skateboard. <laughs> I think I'm gonna do that on a one wheel, but I don't know about a skateboard. I'm I'm talking about like something that's non-motorized that the oh okay gotcha like the paramotor would actually push you on something yeah I mm. think I, I think I've seen it on skis right uh, not water mm. skis yeah but I guess water skis would be next hmm there you go wakeboard <laughs> yeah I'd be, uh, I'd be afraid of the wing hitting the water you might be all right <laughs> I'm not I'm not talking about a wing I'm talking about just the motor pushing you oh yeah. okay gotcha. Yeah, so hmm, skiing. I mean, they got something similar to that, right? I mean, except the the wind is pulling you; it's not pushing you. The motor's not pushing you; you're being pulled by the the wind. Uh, what do they call that? Surf surfboarding? No, skateboarding. Uh, it's a surf wing. Wind right? surfing. Yeah, yeah. kite wind surf. Yeah, yeah. Kite so surfing. I think it's kite surfing. Yeah. Wonder if you can put a motor and get some air too. I just oh, want to put a motor on your back and use that to push yourself on like a, a surfboard or something like that. I wonder if that's even possible. Obviously, if you, once you fall in the water, you're done. So you. Yeah. You right to the cool. bottom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right to the bottom. <laughs> Gotta get it right. Oh, well, we'll, we'll find some other things with wheels. I guess the next thing is maybe the, um, oh, we got a, um, uh, a wheelchair over at the ranch and um i bet we could uh, rig up that wheelchair with the paramotor on it that'd be fun then throw a wing on it there we go that'll be the next thing i fly hey, if it's an electric wheelchair you could do you know the same thing john wants to do you know <laughs> pull the wing up with it <laughs> i've got i've got three of those electric wheelchairs here and one of those push ones don't give me any more ideas <laughs> if you can get it fast enough i don't think they go fast enough to get the wing up really well unless you already have some wind i guess you could 
Just we have all these people here, um, and we got a, a lot of people in the super chat. I got a question for you guys. Um, insurance for paramotor pilots at an airport. I've had somebody that contacted me and said, hey, I wanted to fly at this airport, but they told me I have to have insurance. Now, I know that we don't have to have insurance, and finding insurance for paramotors is pretty impossible. Um, and I don't know if this was a municipal airport or a private airport. I need to get more information. But I guess the question is, does anybody have insurance for their paramotors? And if so, where'd they get it? And have you used the insurance for anything? Uh, that's for anybody in Super Chat. Obviously, the question is open for the panel. Anybody have paramotor insurance? I know the USPPA has it on their website, but I didn't get it. Anybody else have anything like that? Yeah, I got insurance. It's marsh.com. Oh, is that Jim talking? Yeah. Marsh.com. It's called uh, Silver Wings. And I'm, I believe that it's available to the U.S. as well. I know a few people who have all insurance on their airplanes through it. Can you put that .com in the super chat so we can see it? Or if you got a URL or somebody can pull it up and um, share the screen, that'd be pretty cool. Does that insurance cover you or the paramotor or both? It can cover it all. Or like I just have liability. There's no point in having anything else. From my perspective with the paramotor, they're so cheap. I just self-insure it. But I do know a guy that has hull insurance on his paramotor. He had an accident and it was completely covered. Wow. But that's in wow. Canada, right? Where you have to have um, a, license. a license, right? I believe it's, it will work in the States as well. It's marsh.com, I believe it is. Over at the USPPA, they have insurance resources. Got this right here, which I haven't seen or haven't done it, but it looks like it's statewide insurance. And dental, if you bust your teeth out. Nice. Oh, well, yeah, and dental. <laughs> so that's accidental coverage, critical life, dental to PPG pilots. I wonder if that's for PPG or just in general. And then uh, you got yeah. commercial for instructors in schools, and then third party liability, which I don't know what that is. But what would, would, would you say that insurance was, Jim? Marsh. I don't know if it's marsh.com or Mar Marsh. What? Marsh. Let's see. Marsh. What? Yeah, Marsh.com. There it is. So I guess we'll look into this and see if it's something. But uh, anybody post in the super chat about um, insurance for their paramotors that they have or know of any? No. The only one that I've heard of is the one that, you know, you just pulled up, USPPA. <laughs> okay. Uh, the Mars, the, the, that does sound interesting, especially if it covers your ear. 
Yeah. James said he just creates a fake insurance card on the Microsoft program. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I, I wasn't going <laughs> to. That's interesting. Uh, because, I mean, yeah. well, I mean. Yeah. You do you, dude. Fellas, I got to go. We'll see y'all later. Okay, hey, John. Thanks for John. Thanks, John. All right, it is 737. We're going to be giving away not only the Pennsylvania PPG hat, but we're also through Running to the Sky and uh, Paramotor Arkansas. And of course, this podcast is all under the 501c3. It's a nonprofit, everything is. Um, if you go to Run to the Sky, it's a little bit different because we're actually going to be using the flight school. Um, as a nonprofit, and we're changing out prices, and we need to get more people in, obviously. So we're going to be giving away um, classes or uh, a complete class for anybody that wants to come to run to the sky and learn to fly a paramotor. So we're going to be giving that away tonight. Um, anybody interested in free training? Okay. Maybe, do you know somebody that needs some free training? All right. And I probably shouldn't be doing this in front of uh, Pennsylvania PPG because, well, I guess we're far enough away. I guess that I guess. <laughs> um, but anyway, so we're going to be giving away uh, free training also when we do the spinny wheel of Winnie things. Um, what kind of hat do you got? And can we purchase them um, other than, you know, uh, I mean, do you got a site? Do you have all the merch on there? Yeah, I don't have all the merch on the site. Just uh, the training and the paramotors and the wings. Um, I do have hats. I have some T-shirts as well. Um, they will be put on the site shortly. But yes, the, this hat here, Pennsylvania PPG, got the blue. I have a a white background hat, and I have a teal um, background hat as well. So nice. whoever wins, I can uh, you know they can contact me. I can send them the pictures of the hats I have in the stock and. Greg Laney says he bought a, a Pennsylvania PPG hat at Bad Apples last year, and it's a really nice looking hat. So, yeah. He's and been I, asking a lot about Butch. <clears throat> She's like, why doesn't Butch have internet? Why is he not on the show? Blah, blah, blah. She don't believe. Who's that? Jade. She wants to know about Butch. Yeah. So, uh, Butch found himself uh, another place uh, to live. He was um, uh, living with us for um for six months as he was transitioning found himself a place to live and because of all the weather and stuff um he hasn't been over at the school i haven't been at the school either um it's just been too cold wet and rainy and wherever he is he doesn't get really good cell phone signals so not even not only cell phone signal but no internet on your cell phone so that makes it kind of like a pretty bad dead zone i assume so um i haven't even uh, chatted with him since Christmas. Um, so hopefully everything's going well for him. Um, and yeah. when it gets warmer, he'll go back out and uh, fly over at the LZ. So cross our fingers. Butch, if you are watching this, we're missing you, buddy. All right. Uh, any questions from the Super Chat? Any questions on the panel before what's, we can... What's Kenny's website? It is at PennsylvaniaPPG.com. Oh, that's simple enough. All right. Yep. Pennsylvania PPG or Pennsylvania PA? 
Yep. So um, it started out as um, paramotorpa.com. Uh -huh. You can also get to it by pennsylvaniappg.com. And then I also have a Facebook, which is Pennsylvania PBG LLC on Facebook and an Instagram account as well. It is a Pennsylvania underscore PPG. Okay, excellent. All right, so you got some power to flies on there. Yep, Ooh. so I'm a power to fly dealer, a Parajet dealer, um, you know, MacPara, BGD, Ozone. Um, the site's not fully up to date. I got it together and put some of the uh, main stuff on there. And then just got into training and had all plans on updating the site, but you know, things get away from you. And... I like the Calibre there. Those yeah, Calibre. I like that trike. Yeah, yeah, that's a great trike. That's the one that Butch actually flies is the Calibre with the power to fly. Yeah. He has, he has the RS or the Titan. I can't remember what he has. No, I, yeah. I also just picked up a, um, a dealership for the Blue Sky Blue flight suits. Oh, yeah. Um, they have the two, three, four, and five layer flight suits. So I'm a, I'm a dealer for them now as well. Um, Kenny, I just did two big orders for those. Um, Kenny, I need to I, get up with you. Yes, I have one for you. I believe it's going <laughs> to fit you perfect. Yes. Um, and so I have two in stock right now. Um, well, I have three in stock right now. I have a 2XL five layer. Um, Ooh, that's, I that have be hot. <laughs> yeah, man, hot. The, the five layer. You just need just your sweatpants or pants and a t-shirt underneath of it. That's it. Wow. wow. Um, yeah, it's you start sweating putting it on. <laughs> they are they're incredible. But you got to make sure that you launch the first time. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Since... Yep. If not, you're stripping. <laughs> yep. But uh, I've had a lot of um, a lot of good feedback on the three layer. Um, the three layer, you can put a couple layers underneath of it. They're waterproof, windproof. Um, they're not as warm as the five layer, but you know, for the 30, 40 degree days, the three layers are just fine. If you plan on flying thirties, twenties, teens, I'd run with the five layer or the four layer. Um, they're, they're fantastic. The three layers do run a little on the small side. So if you think you're a large, get the extra large, um, but man, they're they're fantastic. I put an order in for I think ten or fifteen of them, and they're all all gone. And every one of them, wow, very satisfied with them. What do those things sell for? About um, the five layer, they're right around the four hundred mark. Yep, wow. they were having a a pre Christmas um, sale, and they were right around the three sixty mark, I believe. But now they're back up to normal price. They will be having another sale um, coming very shortly. Um, they do a sale at the end of the the winter. So if you guys are interested in any flight suits, let me know. They're not on the website yet, so just email me, call me, um, and we'll get you hooked up with a flight suit. Uh, Kenny, do you have any pictures of what they look like so that we can uh, share with the audience um, what they look like? No, I don't. Um, not on my computer, I don't. What uh what what's the name of them again? They're blue sky blue. Yeah. Okay. They're nice looking suits. I've I've they seen are. Them before. 
Yep, they are. And you can get them with matte pockets, without matte pockets. Um, we use our phones now. We have Gaggle. So you really, unless you plan on using the matte pockets to maybe store your phone or something like that, I'd probably get them without the matte pockets. Yeah, I I can agree with that. Although that is a handy place to put your phone. You it know? is, right. What you said, you do want to get the size. Well, for me anyways, I got the size bigger because I wanted to be, you got to think of it as like how you're going to use it. So if you get the exact right size, it's going to make it more difficult to run too. Right. I got the size up. Yeah, for the trike pilots, I mean, I would just go with a four or five layer. You don't have to run. You can just sit there and go. I mean, even the even the five layers, I mean, it looks, if you look at this guy, I mean, he's not, he's a skinny dude, but he's not bulked up because of it. So it, it looks like even though they keep all the wind out and they keep you warm, they're not adding a whole lot of bulk. So that's awesome. I mean, if you go into it like a, um, you try getting into a snow, like not a snowsuit, a uh, snowmobile suit, those things are ridiculously bulky. Yeah, what's nice about these is, so they have a strap down by your feet. So before mm -hmm. you put your boots on, you have the strap around your, your foot and you slide it into your boot and it pulls the flight suit right down in. Um, oh, wow. And then on the hands too, when you put your sleeves through, it has a hole for your thumb. So you can put your thumb through that hole and then you can pull your gloves right over it. It'll put the suit into your gloves. It can't slide out. So there's, there's no, uh, there's no skin shown once you get strapped in and put your boots on and your gloves on. They don't ride up. They have a nice elastic around the waist to keep it nice and, you know, keeps it put there. They're really nice. Hey, if this helps, I've got the three layer and, you know, live in North Carolina. I could do, I could do with a two layer. That's how warm these things are. They know? are. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree a hundred percent. They are, they're overkill. Um, I, I would say for the $400 or, you know, 380, whatever the, five layers are i i would compare them to a seven eight nine hundred dollar snowmobile suit easily um i've had snowmobile suits here and i wish i had this suit before the snowmobile suit because i paid way too much money for my snowmobile suit well very interesting is i got some heated socks some electric socks and heated gloves i got um fleece lined pants that are windproof and waterproof and then i just have a fleece lined um shirt with a windbreaker over it and i can fly in 35 degree weather and be kind of on the warm side it's the windbreaking i think is the big thing if you can right. win, you can windbreak um and have a little bit of heat with uh, electric gloves or electric socks you stay pretty warm up there. Uh, the only thing that gets cold is any skin that's exposed, but you can get one of those full face um, uh, motorcycle helmets, you know, and stay warm with a nice, right. with a nice, uh, what do you call it? The uh, neck gator type of thing with the fleece line neck gator. Mm -hmm. Warm as toast. I just got a, uh, a full head uh, gator thing and 
I'm waiting on the, the flight suit so that I can actually get out in this cold weather and enjoy the, the views from above because uh, I've never flown with snow on the ground, so it's kind of one of my bucket list items to check off. Um, Is there any questions in the Super Chat, Ryan? Yeah, actually, I uh, just got one from Greg Laney. He said, uh, how do you determine the proper size of the flights for the flight suit? Yeah, so on the Blue Sky Blue website, they do have a sizing chart. Um, the five layers are, are pretty much right on. Um, so are the four layers. Um, from what it says on the three layers, you know, they are they are made overseas. The three layers do run a little bit small. So if you're sizing a large, go with an extra large. Okay. That's good to know because I'm probably a medium in, in U.S. sizes. So I may end up needing a large. Yep. Yeah, I so. do have um, I do have a couple in stock ready here, ready to ship. Okay. Um, I believe I have an all black one. I have an all black three layer. I have an, a black and blue three layer. I have a black and blue five layer. It's a two X. Um, I think I have three or four in stock right here. And have you said that you actually have flown those? Yes. And what, what layers have you um, used and what temperatures and how does it work? Five layer. I run the five layer. Um, and they're, they're, I flew, wasn't too long ago. It was like 28, 30 degrees and it was warm. Like you're sweating when you take off. It is warm. And, but it's, even when you're up, even though you're sweating, taking off, you think that the wet, once you get up, it, it's warm. Um, my hands were the only thing that got cold on. Do you have like electric gloves or anything? Yeah. Yep. Oh, you do. And you're. Hands got cold, but your yeah, body... the, the the gloves that I have only heat the top and not the bottom. So I have to get new uh, electric gloves. Um, so my, my pinky got cold and I've had surgery on my left hand, so I don't have very good blood circulation in my left hand. But uh, that was it, you know, flight suit wise. You won't get cold with the five layer. That's pretty cool. Wow, what is Scuba Steve doing? This is uh, I guess stay warm, you know. Yeah, who is that? And this is like I think this came from Timu. This, but you can breathe through this one. You know, most of them fog you up and stuff. Right. Will is over there just screenshotting his tail off. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, but you can put this under your helmet, you know, and this will keep your face warm if you don't have, I mean, besides wearing a flight suit or something like that. It's just, yeah, that's the problem I've had with wearing helmets is fogging the, the you know, right. the uh, screen. Now, this one, I mean, I can still fog up my glasses a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit, but. You know, Rain-X oh, makes a really good Fog-X that you can put in your car, on your glasses, inside uh helmets fog x f-o-g you're also, you're also going to have a lot more airflow when you're up there so that'll keep True. the the fogging down so what was that called scuba steve and where um you... these are baklavas i got a million of them um balaclavas balaclava there you go balaclava i always yeah. say baklava because i'm hungry <laughs> 
<laughs> those are really good. They taste delicious. <laughs> just don't eat yours. But um, where'd you say that you found it? And and um, those are, are on Timu. I mean, I got I got various ones. I got this. You know, this is something that you can keep your ears warm. It's just a. a but does that work with your um, with your with your ear? I could have put both on. Yeah, I mean, if you really want to stay really warm, um, this is a sock cap, but it it's got eye holes in it, but it has no, it doesn't have that breathing thing in the front. So this one would probably be. I don't know. I don't like feeling muffled by the the knitting in front. I had a really cool looking one. I don't know where it's at, but. So how do you search for that? Like, if we want to search for that, what do you, what, what's the search terms? Let me think here. How would you search for this? Uh, I'll, I'll look it up. Full face mask for winter? It's it's it's, uh, it's under balaclava. Um, yeah, balaclava. That, that's it's balacla balaclava on uh, Amazon. There you go. Right. Yeah, you can look them up on Amazon, too. Yep. They got a ton of them on there yep on window it says it's windproof there's the one that i got that i just showed for twelve dollars and 98 cents but that's on timu so i don't know so i like i like the ones that you can actually breathe through yeah yeah the breathe through i guess you could search for ski Face mask also, because I'm sure if you're skiing, you probably don't want all that cold air going in. Let me so see if I can um, shorten this link. Uh, all right. So, <laughs> Ryan, we got you spotted. Now tell us what you got on, and does that work? This is oh. the uh, the balaclava that I uh, got from Amazon. Actually, uh -huh. this is a Christmas gift, believe it or not. What's nice is it goes down, so you can tuck this into your flight suit, your jacket, whatever, and it keeps the uh, the air off your neck. And, you know, once you get your, your headphones on and the helmet on, it's going to keep your head nice and warm. And then as long as a, you have a flight suit or a jacket around your neck, it's going to be, it's going to keep the air out of uh, hitting your neck and your, the upper part of your body. How about as far as when you put your, your muffs on your ears, do they still seal well? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I always double up on my hearing protection though because I'm already starting to go deaf between fireworks and all the other stuff that I've done flying and uh, rock concerts and everything else that I used to be part of. So, yeah, anyway. Ah! I lost my headphones. Hang on. Can't hear you. Yeah. The one I showed, I posted a link in chat, in super chat, if you want to call it that. Um, it'll take you right to it. Yeah, I just found the one that looks like yours on Amazon for fourteen dollars. Is that what you're looking at? I don't know. Does it have this in the front? I mean, if if it's got this in there, you think that's it? Well, there's a couple. Oh my gosh, I found one on Amazon that has little hole things on the front, and it's on a limited time deal for eight ninety nine. Yep. There you go. They're they're not bad. They're not expensive. That thing that Steve has on the front. You know, over the over the nose serves the purpose because I probably have ten or twelve different balaclavas. But hey, I can still after, talk on my mic too. Hey, what's going on? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, after a while, the it'll start putting pressure against your nose, and that can be a little uncomfortable. But if it's got the little, you know, the part that jets out, 
Doesn't that jut out a little bit, Steve? Yeah, it's not it's not pushing on my nose at all. It's not. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I found this. And, there you go. Uh, oh, that's different, but yeah, that's cheap too. Yeah, for $8.99, it's just a motorcycle windproof, I think is uh, what I'm looking for, you know? And if it's for a motorcycle or if it's for skiing, obviously it's... Breathable valve, okay. Yeah. Well, it's got valves on it, so... Oh, you, and you can pull it down, I see, in the front, so you can still breathe. It zips up in the back? Wow, mine does not zip, so... So I guess that would work. I think I'm going to get it. I mean... Yeah, 47% off right now. I mean, well, 54% off oh, for the other, for whatever color this you just showed. One. Yeah, this is another one. And it looks oh, that's like, different. Yeah. You have, know who would be a good person to ask about this? I and, wouldn't get the one with just the filter. The cheaper one is, I uh, got some of those. They don't work as good as the ones that actually have the vent. Yeah, that one. That one, yeah. 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 Still feels like you're breathing through material. So this yeah, one, that one I think would be better. Yeah. All right. I think I'm gonna go ahead and get that then. Cool. And that way. Yeah. Can... What do you use? Do you use any kind of balaclava or? or yeah, mask? I do. Yep. I have one that I bought at a snowmobile shop. Um, oh. Kind of just like scubas, it looks like, and it works really yeah. well. Cool. Basically, the you same paid a exact thing. for it too, didn't you? Yeah, it wasn't eight bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't on nine bucks. Nope. Yeah, if you need the face covering, you need a balaclava because your forehead will freeze quick. Right. Yeah. It's like the wind goes right through the mask and hits uh, the forehead and you get brain freeze. Yeah, and then if you're running a standard helmet, just get a set of ski goggles. Yeah, they fit nice. Yep. I, tried, I tried ski goggles before, but just wrapping around, you know, the the head or the helmet just doesn't seem to work very well. Right. Um, Kevin H, you got a question, sir? I do. I don't think I heard you say it. How much are the flight suits? I looked it up online, but it's in. Uh, yeah, there, it's in pounds. It's in pounds. pounds. <laughs> right. So um, right now they're not on sale. They will be going on sale probably within a month. I will post that once they go on sale. And I'll also post the sizing chart. Um, right now, the five layers right around 400 bucks. That's what shipping and everything included. Um, and then I think it's like $40 less or something like that for the four layer on down three layer. So I think the three layers right around 300 at the moment. But once they go on sale, I will post a link. I'll have them on my website with the sizing chart and everything. Um, right. If you're interested before they go on sale, just just reach out to me and, you know, we'll uh, get the sizing down and get you one over. The, we'll get a drop shipped right to you. Nice. Excellent. All right. It is 8 o'clock, so I think it's time for Linda to say hello to everybody. If uh, Will Fly wants to put up the spinny will of Winnie Things, um, any other questions before we go over to give away a hat and some training? Well, uh, while I'm doing it, I'll ask, I'll ask a question. What is the most challenging thing other than landing or takeoff to teach a student that you found? 
Um, I would say when to fly, the weather, you know, when to fly. Um, that's the biggest thing, you know, when to stay on the ground. Everyone thinks that, you know, well, it doesn't seem too bad out. Oh, it's midday. They, they don't realize, you know, the weather conditions. And I think that's the hardest thing to teach. I know when I went through training, um, even though Kyle sat, probably said it eight million times, you know, don't jump in your seat early. Right. It it just, you feel the weight come off of you and you think you're in the air, but you're not. And if you jump in that seat, right back down to the ground, you go. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. If your name's not on the list, let me know in the chat. There's a couple of my local local guys in here. We'll give a shout out to those guys. We got John Furman. We got Brian Jones. Those are my uh my local crew. Nice. Okay. Cool. So John good Furman show. and Brian, they went to uh Bad Apples with me this year. Oh, had a good cool. old time. Oh, okay. Yeah, then I would have met them. Yes, absolutely. You did. Yep. Well, hello, crew. Hey. Well, you can't say you met everybody at Bad Apples, right? I mean, there's no way you could see everybody, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, but I remember saying hey to Kenny, and I remember he had an oh, entourage. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> His entourage. <laughs> He's got a we gang. Had, we had a good old in. time, man. That was fun. <laughs> it was. Not sure if I'm going to make it this year yet, but we'll see. Well, come All on. All right, down. you guys ready? All Are right, you ready? Oh, you, girl. Okay. Okay. Welcome, chatters, on Monday night. Thanks for hanging with us tonight. I so, so, so appreciate y'all. All right. We're going to get right to business here. We got Bill H., Walter Priori, <clears throat> Greg Laney, Lovely Kramer, Mr. David Wolf in the house. What's up? 555. We got James in the house. We got Lovely Flying Flamingo J., Lovely Girl, Greg Laney in the house, Travis DuPont, Angela Preslick. Kevin Houston, Brian Jones, CT Fly, John Furman, Plainfield PPG, Joe Adele in the house. What's up, Joe? And the Chad. So good luck, everybody. The Chad. The Chad. Hello, Chad. How you doing? <laughs> not just Chad, it's the Chad. Right, not just any Chad. <laughs> all right, so you all say when, and uh, we'll make it happen. All right. right, let's make it happen. Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Right. Yeah, I was gonna say shuffle it a bunch of times, and uh, make Jimmy, sure the uh, make sure it spins for a while. Well, I got this believe. I hope so because <laughs> as it spins, because we're giving away the hat from Kenny. Uh, as it spins, Kenny, tell us a little bit about your uh, uh, your 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 hat, and of course your training school. Yep. So. The hat I have, um, they're made by um, actually Georgia Paramore. Um, his wife um, makes my hats for me. She's fantastic, fantastic quality hats. Love these hats. Um, all my students get them for their first flight. Every time they, you know, when they get their first flight, they get a hat, shirt, um, and training. So training has been nights and weekends up until this year there's going to be big things with pennsylvania pbg this year um we're pushing to go full-time this year 
Um, there's going to be several, um, you know, two week, you know, 12 to 14 day sessions um, this year. Um, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how many we do. But starting um, April, May, some around right around that time, there will be a week long session. So if you're looking for training and oh, Brian, Brian, <laughs> nice. that's awesome. Perfect. Yay! Congratulations, Brian Jones. You are the winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's a hat. So, how does uh, Brian Jones get a hat from you? <laughs> He's a local guy. Um, I'll I'll give him a hat if you want to spin again. I'll give another hat out. Oh, that's okay. cool. That's very nice. Very nice. All right, everybody. Good luck. I'm going to go with Kevin Houston. Yeah, Kevin's right there. I like hope Kevin Houston gets it. Wait, I, I'm going to say David Wolf. How did Kevin Houston get on the spinning uh, wheel when he's he on the He did. <laughs> he just like, I, was, huh? I was just saying hi to somebody in the chat and he put me on there. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, though. Yeah, he's like, That's all right. I get ahead. I'm all right with that one. He's greasing the wheel. I think we're the only show that doesn't put the panel members on the wheel. Well, that's because if you guys want anything, let me know and I'll get it for you. We'll make it happen. Oh, is it going to be Flamingo or Kramer? It's it looking Kramer. like Kramer. Yep. Or we skip completely to Plainfield. No, I think it's going to be Kramer. Yep. I think you got it, girl. Woo! Kramer. Congratulations, lovely Kramer. Okay. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. I expect a pick with your hair in a ponytail going through the back of the hat. <laughs> Post it on our on Facebook page. Yeah, do it. So, um, nice. how does Kramer get up with you to get her hat? Uh, she can, if you want to email me, you can email me at pa.poweredparagliding at gmail.com. And send me your information and I'll send you a couple pictures of the different colors I have and I'll send you a hat. I love hats, she says. <laughs> oh, cool. She does Excellent. love her hats. Well, we love you, Kramer. We love you. Absolutely. Yeah. And we can't wait to, to see a picture of Deweese says put her on the wheel, Will. Deweese? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was wondering where she was at. My Weezy. Yeah. I love her. I didn't see anything there that uh, I didn't even best. see her. <laughs> yeah, she just said. Me on something, oh, I see her up, up above. Yeah. Yeah. Brian just said, I'll take another T-shirt instead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, is Brian landing with his T-shirt, messing it up? <laughs> <needs another. laughs> we ready for the spin? We're ready for the spin. So this is coming from Run to the Sky nonprofit. Uh, we are going to be giving away training packages to help more people uh, know about the school. It's all nonprofit, so it doesn't make any difference if you are a disabled vet or not. It is open for everybody. However, we do give uh, disabled vets incredible discounts. Uh, vets that want to learn to fly, disabled vets, as long as you got your DD-214 and get up with us, 
you can fly for a hundred dollars a month for 12 months, right? So it's only twelve hundred dollars, zero interest. It's only a hundred dollars a month for 12 months. You want to learn how to uh nice fly fan motor? So oh, I have time for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? It's my girl, my girlfriend. Let <laughs> me see what I tell you. Kevin, <laughs> damn it, I already got training. <laughs> no, she's her schedule's like she's working 70 hour weeks. So Kevin, Kevin. Kevin. So Kevin, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give you a gift certificate to give to anybody that you want that uh, needs to get uh, free training. Is that okay? That sounds great. Unless you want to spend it again. Uh, we're going to be doing that. We're going to be giving away free training every single week. Okay. I will so take the certificate to give somebody. All right. So we are going to right. be doing this. Congratulations. Every week. So the nonprofit run to the sky is going to be giving away free training. Um, obviously um, donations really help. Uh, we are building up the new Run to the Sky website right now, and um, it, it's going to be pretty awesome. I, you know, the whole reason why we did this Run to the Sky and Paramore, Arkansas, is to get people involved with being able to fly, being able to fly very inexpensive, you know, with really good training, right? So we use the USPPA syllabus. We go through the uh, PPG Bible. We go through uh, pretty much everything. We got our videos that are done. Also, we're working on more videos that are going to be, and I, I hate to say it right now, but you know, this is what we're working on. The PPG Bible, we're working on modules, video modules that follows along in the PPG Bible. So as you're reading your PPG Bible, you can watch a video that talks about and shows more about that part of the PPG Bible. Usually it helps a lot of people because when you're reading something that you don't know about, you're like, what the hell does this mean? And I know how many times have people looked at the riser systems in the PPG Bible before they went to training and said, how the hell do you do reverse? You, you do what? You turn it which way and how do you do it? Right? So we're going to be uh, working on uh, doing that under paramotorcollege.com. Um, you can go to paramotorcollege.com, bookmark that because we're going to be working on making that a really awesome site for people to learn to fly before they go to school. All right. Didn't you say you use AMSOIL? Do you use the Blue Saber? I use the AMSOIL Saber. Yes. Okay. I'm just, um, I was just wondering because I, I saw, I don't know if it was a video or if we were talking on one of the shows that the, the Motu Oil likes to put like a lot of carbon buildup on your piston but the blue saber does not I have the, I, the, the saber actually cleans your piston and i can i can attest to that firsthand uh the motor the moster 185 that i bought uh from kyle mooney mm -hmm. it's uh <laughs> he was using the motel 800 exclusively and when i got it the piston had a coating of carbon on it and I've since I went from Dominator to now Saber, and it's actually cleaned off maybe a, a quarter of the uh, carbon, just wow. in the in the forty flights that I I've need had. To switch now. I mean, I've only got what ten or eleven hours on my motor, but I was using Motul because that's what they said to use. Mm -mm. So I think I'm gonna switch. There, there's very there's a certain number of conditions that have to be met 
in order for the 800 to be necessary. But otherwise, you really want to use like 710 or the, the Dominator or the, the, uh, the Saber. Um, the Dominator and the Saber burn really, really, really clean. And they do really good things to keep the motor running for a long time. What's well, a factory R? So I think that's why they wanted me to use Motoy. Yeah, I think they want you to for the for the warranty. They can tell yeah. if you're using that kind of oil when they when they pull the head and they, right. they take a look. They if it's not black, you're not using our oil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've used a lot of different oil. Um, we have many different machines, obviously, at the school. And we've used different oils to try different oils. Obviously, you know, what's what's the best? Trying the K2, the Motsul, 710, the 800s, the AMS oils, um, even Walmart, right? So we used all of them in different machines and, you know, clean the heads, obviously, afterwards. Um, after 10 hours, the AMS oil Saber seems to be the only one that keeps the head nice and clean. And it also has a fuel stabilizer. So if you mix your gas and oil, and you know, if the snowstorm comes through, you're you're not able to use your your gas for a month. Guess what? It's still stable enough, no problem. Mm -hmm. And after two months, I've used gas that had the Amsoil in it for two months, no problem. Um, I've seen gas after a month with non-Amsoil uh, saber. It almost looks like it's separating. So the, the I actually had really good luck with uh, along the same lines of what you were saying. Uh, the the K two. Um, I had really good luck with, I actually had almost a full five gallon jug of, of mixed and it sat for an entire, uh, winter. It was like four months it sat and I went to the fields. I was like, I was running an Adam 80 at the time. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot and see what happens. And I didn't have a problem at all it fired right up and it's been great and it it burned through all five gallons in like three flights i went through that entire five gallons and it was great it it never hiccuped nothing it was it was fine so i i recommend the the k2 um but it's a little dirtier than the saber uh the saber and the dominator are the two best that i found so far from my experience What do you guys run them at? You do 60 to 1? 50. Yeah. Uh, actually, the Sabre, I just started, I, I uh, went to 60 to 1. I was doing 50, but I went to 60 to 1. I do 75 to 1. What's the Ooh. what's the reason? That I went thinner? Yeah. Uh, just to save save oil. Uh, the, 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 the oil's uh, guaranteed to 100 to 1, so... I figured 10% isn't a big deal, but in the long run, it'll save me a little bit of oil um, mixing. You know, it'll save me, it'll get me another five gallons down the road. It's also less expensive than Dominator. A little bit, yeah. Saber seems to be pretty heavy in the price, but uh, I still stick with the 50 to 1 only because I've never had a burnt out piston. Um, and I've used... I've used it in really hot, hot weather. I've gone full throttle, you know, trying to get some altitude, you know, nonstop. And I've had zero problem with 50, per, you know, 50 to one uh, Amsoil Sabre. So I'd rather have it being a little oil coming out, but, you know, a head that's perfect and not warped and rings than to have a hole in my head. I already well, got it, a couple holes in my heads and I don't need them. 
it's it's not just the keeping the condition of the engine it's also the long-term effects on the exhaust because if you think about it with the um with the the 800 the motul a lot of that oil that's not burning is getting is ending up in the packing in your silencer and it fouls up that sound silencer quicker with the saber it's all burning off and yeah. it's not as much as making it to the silencer and it's not going to foul up that silencer silencer to the point where you have to repack it so it's saving you maintenance in the long run i repack anyway once a year i mean you know that why not how many hours are you putting on those motors lots like 100 200 a year um depends on which one that we're talking about but like mine that i normally fly i i put on lots of lots of hours you know easy two three hundred a year oh wow i mean <laughs> burn the hell out of it well that's the, but that's also too i mean one of the reasons why i use the saber you know and right. i use the 50 to one it does do good um i do change out my piston head every 200 hours like you know it says and the piston heads they look good the brand new one to the old one that's 200 hours they look good but why 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 you know why push your luck so i i change out a lot of stuff every year all the um the plugs i change out the spark plugs every um 50, uh 10 hours why not it's going to follow anyways um all my uh, my carabiners, I change them out every year. Why not? Mm -hmm. um, the uh, fuel line, I change out. The fuel filters, I change out at least once a year also. Um, Jesus bolts get uh, re replaced every year also. You know, So there's a bunch of things that I just replace, even though they look fine. They probably are fine, but it's the peace of mind knowing that you know, my machine is up to date. And yeah, why not repack? It makes right. it a lot quieter. It's going to just get bigger and bigger. I've I've got uh, less. I mean, both my motors. I've got less than a hundred hours, and um, I think combined, I've got maybe a hundred and sixty hours on both of them. So uh, I haven't had to to even think about repacking yet. But I know it's something that's on the horizon, and tearing the motor apart and all that other stuff. That's so that. It's just maintenance that I, I really don't want to do. So if I can spend a few extra bucks here and there on oil and know that it's going to last longer, why not? Anytime that we usually do a maintenance of some sort is we have a class for that time. So yeah, sure. Yeah. Somebody else has, you know, a motor that they want to, to work on. We just hold a class and it's like, hey, if you want to come on over between this time and this time, we're going to be doing this. And uh, a lot maybe of people, we, maybe we can schedule one for April. What's that? I was asking Kenny if in his training, if he does maintenance, any kind of yes. maintenance. Yep. Yeah, we do. Oh, you know, oh, all oh, the pre-flight, the minor maintenance. If there's maintenance that needs to be done during training, we do it. Yep. Take those pull starters out, clean them, clutches, clean them. Yep. That's cool. Yeah. Yep. So. Um, this year, also, another thing that's getting added to Pennsylvania PPG is um, maintenance. For people that can't do maintenance, they want to send their motor out to have it maintenance or drop it off. Um, we will be starting uh, motor maintenance as well. Awesome. Cool. You know, engine rebuilds. Um, I custom paint props. Um, 
So yeah, we're I said we're trying to go full time here, so we're gonna see what we can do to make it happen. Hey Kenny, you got a full future uh, client in me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's almost 8.30, so um, anything else? Any questions uh, in the Super Chat, on the panel? So I just want to say, you know, Pennsylvania PPG is a full-service dealer. Um, training, parts, accessories, paramotors, wings, um, now adding maintenance. Um, the website is not up-to-date. Um, just because it's not on the website doesn't mean I don't do it or doesn't mean I can't get it or have it. Um, so feel free to reach out to me anytime. Um, even if you're looking for information, uh, you know, I love talking paramotors and I'm here for information. Even if you don't buy something from me, if you just need some advice, feel free to reach out to me, man. I'm here for everybody and I love this sport and anything I can do for you, don't hesitate to reach out. Well, you are invited to come back and be on the panel every Monday, obviously. Yes. Fantastic. Thank you. Every Monday, that way, you know, more people yep. see you, uh, more people can ask questions. So I think that the more trainers, the more, you know, people we have on here that are knowledgeable, um, not to say that you guys yep. aren't, um, we definitely, you know, the bigger the panel, the better, right? And the more people are on, the better. And if you're yep. the type of person like me that talks about paramotors all the time, why not? If you want yeah. to be, uh, if you want to be on Paramom, uh, Paramom show, uh, make sure you get up with Linda Anderson. <laughs> I don't know why that's right. <laughs> well, you know that you know that's the reason why I put everything into the nonprofit, right? Nonprofits live forever. Right. I'm not going to live forever, yeah. and I want this nonprofit to live forever. And I want yeah. people to be able to go to a good um, quality school like Pennsylvania PPG, right? Um, yeah, I need one of them Mac Charger two wings at. $50 a week for the next 20 years. Yeah. Interest free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we also have um, uh, payments, a payment plan um, on our website. So you can use uh, Klarma. We have a firm. We have shop pay. We got, um, we're going to be having some more uh, ways of being able to, to pay that's easier on your pocketbook. Um, we're reducing prices to. The bare minimum um and uh, we're trying to help as many people as we can so if you know somebody out there a disabled vet that wants to learn to fly for a really awesome price have them run over to run into the sky.com or org and uh, look at our new website with our new um payment plans and our new uh, uh pricing which is going to be pretty awesome i think all right kenny tell us a little bit more about your uh about about your um school how do we get up with you your yep your so you can uh all like i said pennsylvania ppg.com as uh, the website um you can email me at pa.poweredparagliding at gmail.com um my phone number is also on my website you can it's my cell number you can Call me anytime, text me anytime. Um, and like I said, training, just give me a call, let me know, see any way I can help you. This year is going to be different. We're going to have nights and weekends training for the locals or people that, you know, don't want to take a week off of work. We'll have nights and weekends. 
and we will also have full sessions. Um, it's not only beginners. If you are a pilot, um, say you took a break, you know, winter hits, you didn't fly for four months, you want a refresher course, let me know. We'll work together. You know, we can do a daily session right as well. Um, I'm here for whatever. I'm open for opportunities, you know, for anything. Um, like I said, I love the sport, trying to go full time with it. Um, I just love it, man. I just love being in the field. So any way I can help, don't hesitate to reach out. I'm here. Well, excellent. Thank you so much, Kenny, for joining us. Um, yeah, thanks for having me. I really appreciate yes. it. Yes. Thank you, Kenny. Appreciate you. We want you on the panel here every Monday. So every Monday, just jump on like you did today and, and hang out with us. Sounds good. Awesome. You had a good time. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, Scuba Steve, thank you for being on the show. Um, here's your your two minutes of fame. Uh, and, two minutes of fame. I just... Your new dot com that I still can't remember. I just know Paramotor Dude, so I, I'll never be able to get to Paramotor Outlaw dot com. <laughs> That just takes you over to my YouTube channel, which I do a show every Friday night, 8 to 10 Eastern Standard Time, where I talk about vaping and a lot about paramotoring, apparently, because, you know, if you're a paramotor pilot, <laughs> you're going to talk about paramotors, and that's just the way it goes. You know, it, it, it bleeds, everything bleeds into it, you know. And you I never use, know what else we're going to I use talk vaping about. to check the wind conditions most of the time. I'm like, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's and fun. Yeah, come over, check it out. Free show, obviously. Just come check it out. How yeah. many vaping products do you have on your little thing behind you? I have, that's just some. I have probably close to 500. That's low balling it. And that's, <laughs> I got mods, tanks, battery. I got everything. I. It's more of a collect. I wish I had that many paramotors, but no. <laughs> Yeah, you need to collect paramotors more than uh, vape stuff. They cost a lot more, though. That's the bad part. Sell them all and start your collection, dude. There you go. <laughs> I got electric paramotor. I got a nitro. I got a factory R. I got, yeah, I got them all. <laughs> <laughs> got to get the EFI. Surprised. And uh, surprised at how fast your PPG stuff collection grows. Oh, my gosh. I've already bought more paramotor stuff than I ever thought. I was like, oh. This is all the money I'm going to need to spend until you go, oh, wait, I need to get a nice helmet. Oh, I need a headset. Oh, oh that I need headset's this, that. not nice enough. Oh, that helmet's not nice enough. I, I need, need a GoPro. Oh, now, right. now I need a 360. Oh, now I need this. Oh, now I need that. How'd you know? Yeah, I got a three. I got a GoPro. I got a 360 cam. Um, I got an airband radio, then a two-meter radio. I just You just keep on and all, you keep buying stuff. It's it's a vicious cycle. There is. It's addicting, man. <laughs> next next thing you know, it's you addicting. got six six wings and four motors and yeah, <laughs> That's poor true. Munchkin. Oh my gosh, dude. Yeah. William, William. I was like, where are we gonna put all this? There you go. Shout out <laughs> her side of the bed. That has joined our live audio on Podbean. So glad that you made it. And oh, always, Scuba Steve, thank you for, you know, hanging out with pleasure. us. You've been here for a couple of years now, haven't you? Something like that. Yeah, we're into the second year now. I don't know when I'm, because I started flying in May of 2022. So a little bit after I started flying is when I first got on the show. So 
Hasn't how, many, how many flights you got in now? <laughs> Not enough to even speak of. I, it is more than I can count on two hands. Oh, that's good. I got 12. Yeah, 12? And yep. you've been playing for how long? <sighs> Since 2022. But the, the problem is I didn't get my equipment till later part of 2022. So I only got one <laughs> flight in that year. And then last year, I just... Where I live at is a lot of restricted airspace, and I've been too chicken to call the Air Force Base to get permission to fly. I wish I was in an area I could just go outside and take off, but I can't. I have to get permission, and I don't know. I don't like calling people and go, hey, can I fly in your airspace? I don't, I don't. Hey, Steve, just uh, being a drone guy and, and talking to air traffic control and the FAA on a regular basis, mm -hmm. The more that you communicate with them, the better it is, and the more familiar they're going to be with you. And the more that you do that, the more comfortable they're going to be with you flying. Okay. Cool. So. Yeah, just I'm going to do it this year. I'm just... not my two cents. <laughs> All right, thanks. Well, I'll either call them on the phone or the. I'd rather call them on the phone than the airband radio because you can barely hear. Yeah. That... Yeah, it's better to call them on the the air traffic control tower direct. Yeah. Don't forget about the 1-800-WX-BRIEF. Mm -hmm. Got Kevin from the Mississippi, man, not falling asleep tonight. So I guess you uh, got some sleep in. Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. And uh, uh, you're the president of Running to the Sky nonprofit, helping us with our new transition to helping a lot more people, not only disabled vets, but a lot more people coming through the school with really quality, really good quality instructors. Um, uh, tu uh, tuition is going to be really inexpensive. We got the syllabus and uh, really good quality training for very little. Uh, that's because of the nonprofit um, and donations that we get are going to be helping a lot of people get into the sport. So thank you, Kevin, for, for being the president. Mr. President Kevin, and all the cool <laughs> stuff that you're doing too. Can't wait for you to get back here. I'm I'm ready to get back. I'm tired of the cold weather already. Me too. Yep, I agree. Yep. <laughs> we also got the Will Fly from Will Fly PPG. Not only is he, uh, you know, part of the the team here, but he's also the treasurer of run into the sky nonprofit. He helps us a lot in the background, just like he puts everybody on the spinny wheel of winning things. And uh, he does a lot in the background. So I just want to say thank you very much to Will and everything that he does. Will, thanks so much, buddy. You're welcome, man. You can check out my videos by going to willflyppg.com. And Kevin, say hi, mom. Your mom's in the chat. Oh, is she? <laughs> hey, mom. Hi, Kevin's mom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like got the way her she put up. sign Kevin's mom. <laughs> yeah, I got her. I got her hooked up on on YouTube, uh, and she enjoys watching this. So she wants to come up and and fly, learn to fly anyway. Wow! Well, yeah, you got a, you got a coupon. Give it to her. Yeah, there you go. That crossed my mind. <laughs> Get her in the air, man. There yeah. you have go. the family up in the air then. Yeah, she'd enjoy yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> And thanks, Will Fly, for everything you do, all your cool videos, and your Just the Tip. Have you done any more Just the Tip lately? I have not, but flying season is going to start here soon, so <clears throat> i got to have something to make videos. I need some more content. 
Exactly. You and, um, you and Shane still doing a podcast on Tuesdays? I'm glad you asked. Yes. Tuesday, 8 p.m. If you go to ppgshane.com, it'll take you right there. And uh, it's just a you know bunch of paramotor people. They get together and they talk. And it's not limited to just paramotors. As a matter of fact, I don't know what the topic is going to be tomorrow. No one does. It'll just kind of evolve. <laughs> Organically. Wing it, man. Wing it. That's I like it. it. I, I guess that, that, that's something that I'm I'm curious for everybody that's still listening to the show that obviously listens to uh, Shane's show. Do you like where it's just a hodgepodge like uh, like Shane and Will does as far as the hangouts, just a hangout talking about paramotors and whatever? Or show more strict like what we've been doing as far as um, talking more along the line of paramotors. I'm sure both is is cool, um, but they're, they're meant to complement each other, really. And that that was the, because you, you do do you do a great structured show, so it's more of a just a social outlet, you know, kind of just to hang out and and shoot the breeze and right, uh, just kind of just. Take it by, you know, play it by ear and see what comes up. Yeah. And you have no filter while we have like a swear jar. So, you yeah, know, yeah, right. <laughs> makes things a little bit different. Um, we try to, we're actually it. working on the no filter part because it's hard to remember the no filter. You know, I mean, it says we're kind of on our, you know, best behavior when I guess we really don't have to be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're working on it. No. And you're, and you're putting the audio on, um, on the podcast too. Like, uh, Yep, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast, it should be available. Google, all of them. And how how do we find your show on that then? You can search for Will Fly on Apple. Well, actually, just search Will Fly on any of the podcast apps. And uh, the new the new stuff will be coming out tomorrow. So, uh, Greg, uh, Craig, I think you were asking about that. The uh, episodes will start. You know propagating i guess it takes a while to go over the servers or whatever but they should be available tomorrow excellent excellent i'm only asking because if people want to branch off on this show to be more talk about anything um, i definitely would like to know because i mean what you guys got on tuesdays is pretty much like uh like like what steve does you know steve does you know let's hang out and talk about you know, vaping. And if paramotors comes up, we talk about paramotors. You guys talk about any topic and talk about paramotors too. So yeah, I, I get some very interesting um, feedback on my show. Like um, uh, you spend too much time at the very beginning introducing everybody. That's why we try to go a little bit faster when, when we do that. And um, our audio apparently is not, somebody said something about our audio. Everybody has different audio and it's not like you know conforming. It's not all good or audio. It's well, yeah. not everybody can buy a expensive microphone either. So it's going to be different. There's right. there's no way around that unless we all had the same mic and you know set up. So that's not gonna well. Happen. We're all in different uh, cities and states too on Zoom. Yeah. We can only yeah. do what we do unfortunately. But yeah, we'd like to know. Um, give 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 us more feedback on this nonprofit. Uh, uh, podcast you know we can pretty much do anything that we want to it's it's a podcast right so if we want to veer off and do something let us know for sure uh ryan rides is uh really awesome he does drone shows he's 
uh, been on the show. He's been on the panel numerous times and uh, you help a lot too. So thank you for doing for, for all the stuff that you do in the background and all the cool stuff that you do with drones. I mean, not only do you fly paramotors, but you fly drones. How cool is that? What's the, what's the count of pair, uh, not paramotors, but drones in your, in your quiver now? Uh, we got 85, 85 drones. Um, we have a complement of 75 that we actually fly for shows. Uh, the extra 10 are, are spares in case, you know, something doesn't decide it wants to work because every once in a while you get a problem child. Um, but we are uh, planning on trying, we're attempting to complete work by, uh, by two. So we're hoping to have 150 by the end of the year. Um, that's the goal. Um, we, in six months, uh, this past year, 2023, we managed to, um, make enough money that we actually ended up ahead of where we thought we would be. Um, in six months we accomplished beyond our original goal. And this year we're planning on tripling, uh, what, uh, what we were able to, to make. So with that goal in mind, we're shooting for bigger shows and uh, a bigger fleet as well to enable us to accomplish more and do uh play ball with the big boys basically we're, we're hoping to expand into uh, a bigger market and uh get into some of the the bigger clientele that uh, that has more money to spend so that we can put on a bigger bigger show and that includes fireworks because a parent company of Starflight is uh, a fireworks show. So uh, is, is a fireworks company. So we want to uh, include that. What we, we actually, at the end of this season, we started doing drones and fireworks at the same time as a, as a married uh, entertainment form. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's exciting. It's really cool. Yeah, it sounds really cool. And it's all choreographed and has a soundtrack and everything else. So there's a lot to it. I don't but, know how that uh, would work because you'd have drones going over here and fireworks over here. Because obviously you don't want to shoot the fireworks where the drones are going to be. So actually, all perspective though, wherever actually, the, right? Yep. Uh, actually, we we actually had uh, fireworks going, and as they faded out, the drones appeared behind them. Oh, cool. So, yeah, it was we had we had a couple of really cool shows that we were able to combine them and it was uh it was pretty magical. So, uh we'll talk about that more uh when I come on to do my show. Um I'll get into I'll I'll show you guys some video of that. But um Are you, you set wanna... up again, Ryan? I'm sorry. Set up again to do another show? Yeah, uh Linda and I have actually been talking about it a little bit. I'm I'm working on trying to figure out my schedule to uh to make be able to make it and have everything ready in time to to do a show so yeah i'll be back yeah yeah just let me know i'll be back i'll be back i'm already booking i got guests pretty much booked for february already let's see who i got real quick yeah i got one date open on february the last monday of february and um so i'll be starting on march okay yeah we'll 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 talk we'll definitely okay. talk i got i got some uh some cool stuff in the works and cool. we're uh we're working on some weddings and uh and some community events and some corporate events so yeah lots of cool stuff 
what are you holding, Linda? Are you beating your cat with a stick? I mean, what? <laughs> it's hey, a, it's a, her, her, uh, her fishing rod thing. Oh, I'm it's okay. So you're playing with the cat. I don't keep her, <laughs> I don't keep her uh, entertained or whatever. She'll knock my green screen down. So I'm trying to distract her. Fishing for kitty. <laughs> Oops. I didn't even realize I was whole like you guys couldn't see. Yeah, exactly. All I could see was a stick going up and down. Like, <laughs> you bad cat, you bad <laughs> You never know with me, you know. Just never know. Those what it is, I just yeah. <laughs> it's my show, that's why. And just so you guys know that Linda Anderson, she's part of Run Into the Sky also. She is our PR girl through Run to the Sky. And obviously here at, on the podcast, she does a lot of stuff in the background that you guys don't know about. So thank you very much, Linda, for everything you do. We definitely appreciate that. And I hear that you got a famous son that does something on Thursday nights. What's that all about? Yes, yes, yes. Paraglidingtalk.com with your host, Robert Michaels. And uh, you can catch him on Thursday nights. And uh, you never know what guests he's going to have on the show. And sometimes I look, I get on Facebook and I'll see something and I'll just, you know, tell him, hey, you need to get this person on your show. You know, whatever, somebody that talks about paragliding or whatnot. You know, so it's fun. We have, I really have a good time with it. I love finding guests. You know, it's not even a job for me. It's just fun to, you know, get on Facebook and see who's out there and get them on the show like I did Kenny and got Ryan on the show and Scuba and Will Fly and Jim and everybody. I appreciate my crew, my team, as I call them, and I really appreciate everything you guys do because I always say it takes a village. So, you know, thank you so much. Much, much, much love. So, Yeah. And uh, like I said, if you want to be on my show, my show, just go to paramomusa.com, take you to my Facebook page, and uh, you can check out my website. And uh, yeah, you guys were talking about when you got your first flights and everything. So I went on, I got my first tandem in uh, Memorial Weekend of May of 2000, sorry, um, 22. Well, I thought you were going to say 2,000. At Torch, like, oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Torch, Torch Port here in, uh, in Michigan. And uh totally changed my life. And then I had so much fun that this past summer, last year, I went back again. And I went up in the air again. So thank you so much, Northern Lights, Paramotor, LLC, Jade and Eric Lear. They got me up in the air. And um, it was a wonderful experience. And I'm ready to... Here she comes. I'm ready to uh, get back up in the air again this year. So as they say, good Lord willing, I'll be up there again. So that's good. it. That's my story. And we, need to, we need to get you a trike set up so you can start flying by yourself. Oh, oh no, no. You don't want me to do that. Why not? <laughs> oh, no. Why no. not? No, no, no. I, I, I like to be the passenger. It's more fun that way. Just jump in that nice, comfy trike seat and Go up in the air. Get up. I've, ne I've never been in a trike. I'm actually uh, intrigued. I'm hoping one day Kenny will take me up. You yeah, should we'll try up. it. If you, you don't, don't like it, them when you're over here, you know. Yeah. In 
I definitely, I, one of these days I just got to get up in a, in a trike. I had a uh, bad experience foot launching once and I want to get rid of that memory and, and, uh, and enjoy a, a trike flight. I've been, As a, I, I got my trike. I've taken it up one time once. Mm -hmm. And I got to admit, it is so much easier to take <laughs> off. So much easier. It ain't even I, funny. Yeah. It's like, I believe it. I, I would be the or... worst foot launcher ever. Believe me. You would not want me to see me foot launch. <laughs> Linda, it, it would took take me... you an hour to get me up in the air because I wouldn't be able to barely run. I see it how fast they have to run to get up in the air. So. I'll tell you what. My, my first year... It took me over a year to get the proper posture to to take off properly. If you, I I still look back at my at my the video of my first flight. I ran over a football field. <laughs> wow! I'm not joking. <laughs> was I you ran down like? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh was, man, that's gotta suck. That that puts I was, a lot of weight on your legs too. It was an Adam eighty, and it was I was going full full throttle, running my tail off, and. I ran the over the length of a football field before I got off the ground. How much do you weigh? Uh, uh, 150. 150. At 240 and 250, I was flying Adam 80 and getting up with... Uh, yeah, but he said his posture is off. It was my posture. It was, now now right. I'm, I'm getting off the ground within 30 feet, yeah. 40 feet. Yeah, it's a huge difference. If you don't, oh, uh, yeah. you don't use your posture, you're running... And there's no way he can get up. So you would have thought by half a football field he would have realized maybe you would think. <laughs> that's the thing though. You know, when it comes to something like this, um, you know, Kenny, right? I mean, as far as um, right. as far as teaching them to do the posture, pressure, and power, you know, on takeoff, uh, unless you drill that into your head into their head over and over and over again. Posture, pressure, posture, posture, pressure, posture. You know, you get to the three P's on on inflation. You, you forget sometimes. Um, Kevin, uh, how about you? I mean, your 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 takeoffs are good, but I think that your takeoffs are good only because we did a lot of powered taxis without taking off. Right, tons of them. We did. Uh, my takeoffs are pretty good. My landings are uh, they need a lot of work. <laughs> But uh, takeoffs are good. Now, I'm, uh, I'm 220 and uh, fly Sean's Adam 80. So, uh, yeah. it's, I think it's more because it's just not natural to lean back like that while you're running. No, it, no not at all. To, you're used to running, you know, forward. So, leaning right. well, back not, like that, it's all about leaning trust. back when you're pulling up the wing, you're leaning forward when you're pulling up the wing. So, you, right. Have, right. you have to do a transition and try doing it while you're running up a hill. Gosh, oh yeah that's hard. you're running up the hill you pull put on the power and then you realize how come i can't get off the ground well because <laughs> you're being pushed into the ground yeah. it takes a little while to and then you got to lean way back and run up a hill yep. up a hill and yeah i don't think really i want to take off up yeah, a hill. <laughs> yeah if you have a hill i would definitely need the you'd probably need the extra power to help push you up the hill and take off but what kind of incline are we talking about? Less than 15 degrees, I assume? Yeah, less than 15, but it's any, any uphill is, yeah. you, you have to lean quite a bit further forward when you're going running up a hill. Then, so it, it's, yeah, it it's confusing. It takes a little getting used to. 
I usually go full power as soon as I start going forward for my initial forward inflation when there's no wind. And um, I basically push it forward, start to inflate, engage full throttle. The wing is coming up. I immediately lean back and just keep step. So I'm basically just skipping. So, you know, I don't have the weight of the motor. I don't have anything. Uh, I'm not running forward. Um, um, it, but, but yeah, you're right. It does take a while. But once you get that posture. Oh, it makes a huge difference. Huge. And and I'll be honest, if if Kenny was around as a as an instructor when uh, when I was learning, I would have totally spent the money instead of self-training in a heartbeat because it it say it would have saved me so much of a headache trying to figure out the the launching and the landing those are the two things that i always had issues with in fact i ended up having to get one of my other buddies to help me out with my landings because i after i think it was like 35 40 flights i got uh i got spooked on landings uh because i had a an incident where i ended up face planning um I flared, it felt like I flared and nothing happened. And I just went into the ground and just went face first. And, uh, I ended up popping my shoulder out and I brought it, you know, I popped it back in, but it was, it was, I was out of commission for quite a few weeks and it spooked me. And I ended up getting one of my buddies to kind of help me out. Um, Kenny, uh, Chris Albright helped me out. Yeah. Right. Um, and I mean, he, he had me doing touch and goes by the time I was done with within 30 minutes, I was doing touch and goes with him because he, he kind of, he instilled that sense of, of calm and uh, confidence in the, in the process. And I was doing a cross, I ended up doing a crosswind uh, touch and go with him within 30 minutes because he kind of gave me a couple of pointers to, to help me with the flare technique and uh it made a huge difference so yeah if i could do it if i could do it all over again i would have definitely gone to kenny because it was just it would have saved me so much of a headache he seems but, pretty calm and laid back i don't think he's one of them guys you know what i mean <laughs> no well it, it depends I names but i'm just saying <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure when kenny's rooting for his uh for his students he's 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 egging them on pretty good. Yeah, but I've I only... mean, having somebody motivate you is one thing, but if they're yelling at you because you're doing something wrong, then that, you know, oh, I didn't no. want a trainer that's yep. going to, you know, <laughs> yell at me. That's why I went with Kyle, I mean, at that time, because I knew he was laid back and seemed really nice, so that's why I went that route. But, yeah, he seemed – If you're yelling at them, it it, it, it takes longer for them to, to get it. You know, you got to – got to just coach them through it you know you got to work with them and like i said every student's different you know everyone everyone oh, yeah, accepts definitely. that training a different way the the one thing about aviation that uh that surprised me uh coming into it because i i came into aviation and i'm not just talking about flying paramotors i'm talking about flying drones um the one thing that surprised me about the whole thing is everything is slow you have to make decisions and act according to those decisions. It's not react. It's make a decision what needs to happen and do it. It's not just react to something. Because if you react, that's when you make mistakes and that's when, when bad stuff starts happening. 
And part of that is taking the time to process what's happening or understand what's happening. And by understanding and processing, you're taking that beat to keep your emotions in check as well and and react accordingly. And a good a good instructor is going to be able to do that and keep their cool and and realize and help the student realize that it's not about reacting. It's about understanding and and making the right decision. See, that's another thing like. And, real, real, and, real quick, I don't mean to interrupt real quick. Um, Will says he's got to go. So we're going to say goodbye to Will real quick. Hi, Will. Will, yes. thank it's been a great show, guys. Oh, Thanks, don't Will. forget the second annual Flight for Gage Fly-In, March 21st through the 24th. You won't want to miss that. And you go to uh, Southeast Paramotors page on Facebook, tell you all about it. You have a great night. And thanks again, Kenny. Yeah. You were awesome. Yeah, well, thanks, man. Thanks, Will. Thanks, Will. Oh, just, Will. I was just going to say that a lot of times when you go, especially to big fly-ins um, like Bad Apples or something, um, people feel pressured or rushed. And that's why you see a lot of bad launches mm -hmm. because they're rushing to take off. I mean, you, you need to take as much time as you need so that you're safe before you take off in the air. I mean, rushing is not going to help anything. No, absolutely not. It's not like riding a dirt bike or a street bike or car or anything. You can't just pull over and put your foot down. Right. So you have to take your time. You have to make sure you, you know, do your pre-flight, check everything, take your time. Know that you're connected correctly. Know the wind direction. Like you really got to take your time. Doesn't matter who's in front of you. You know, like I tell all my students, if you know when you go out on your own, you start setting up. <clears throat> somebody comes over and starts talking to you. Tell start them that over. you need time and go back to step one uh -huh. and start over. Don't and don't just go back a step or two. No, totally disconnect. Go back to step one and regroup. You know, and you know that actually that actually brings up a really good point. People talk about being nervous about taking off in front of people. You know, people if you if you take off at a park or something, you get a lot of people kind of gathering around, watching, you know, asking you questions and whatnot. <laughs> and a lot of people get really really nervous about taking off in front of people because they 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 feel that pressure, right? And the way that you deal with that is you don't think about it. You fo you hyper focus on your steps. Okay, I need to check my wing, make sure it's laid out properly. Then I have to check my risers, make sure they're laid out properly and in the right direction on the ground. Then I have to check to make sure that my motor's good, and then I have to do you know my clip in and all all those little steps. And if you focus on those, by the time you get to the point where you you're at the end of the lines and you're ready to pull that wing up, the people behind you you're not even thinking about them because you're focused on what's in front of you. So you just hyper-focus that, you just bring that, that, that focus in from here back down to here and they'll go away. I don't yeah. even think about it anymore. I used to, I used to feel that way when, uh, Kenny, you can attest to this. We have uh, EAA meetings at the, the, uh, the pavilion at the airport that we fly out of. And, you know, there's 20 guys there watching as we're flying. And the first time I was like, oh, I ain't getting in the air. Not with this many guys. I don't, I don't like this. And then uh, a month or two later, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to focus on what I'm doing. And I didn't even think about it until I came in to land. I touched down and I looked over. I was like, oh, there's like a dozen people watching. I didn't even think about it until I, I touched down because I was hyper-focused on what I was doing. That's interesting. Um, I, I guess, Kenny, you, you've been doing this a while too i i assume that you 
I do a lot of, um, uh, with students around, you show them how to buckle in and get everything set up. And you probably go through everything, you know, out loud while you're buckling in and then you take off. Um, when you first started doing that, I'm sure it's like, you know, um, like everybody else, you get nervous. There's a lot of people around. Um, since you've been doing this for such a long time, I know me, um, I can pretty much go through my entire checklist out loud, which I normally do anyways. And I don't have any problem with people around because I'm usually teaching them or showing them how I do this. Uh, you do the same thing as far as, you know, walking through right. my steps. Yep. So I'll walk through my steps out loud, show them all their, you know, and then I make them go through the steps out loud. I want to know, like, don't just look to make sure that your, you know, your uh, toggles are in the front. I want you to say what you're doing. So I make them announce every step they're doing. Yeah, and if they miss something, remember. I stop them immediately, go back to ground, start, you know, step one, and then do it all over again. I think it's very important when you're doing your checklist that you go over it out loud. Right. You know, yep. and... At least for as long as you're in the school, if you're in the school, you know, for seven, 14 days and you just say that every single time that you, you do it, um, you, it basically clicks in your head. It's right. muscle memory. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's muscle memory also too. But when you're saying it out loud, you remind your muscle memory. Um, remember the first time you got into a car to go drive, right? You put on your seatbelt, you adjusted your mirrors, you know, you moved your seat. Um, you, you know, how far you press that, that gas down, how far you press the, get the, the, everything down, you know, you're hyper looking at all your different mirrors. Now you get in, I bet you don't even re realize that you put your, your seatbelt on hit go. And then you end up at the store or wherever. And you don't even remember how the hell you got there in the first place. I don't want anybody to get that, you know, um, uh, comfortable flying paramotors, but eventually you get to the point that you know how to set up everything. And if something doesn't feel right, you immediately know that it doesn't feel right. And as long as you know that you can abort at any time, um, take that inflation and that taxi to make sure everything's set up before you commit. Yep. Never stop learning. You know, like I tell all my students, when you're at the point where you feel like you know everything and that you are not willing to learn anymore, give it up. That's when it's going to bite you. You know, like me, I, I've been flying since 2006. I've been flying 18 years or so now. Um, I am still willing to learn. I still learn on every flight with every student, with everything. Um, when you're Think you have it all figured out it's time to hang it up because that's when you're going to get hurt or killed so mm -hmm. always be willing to learn always be willing to take advice you know you gotta kind of filter out some of the advice for what's good advice and bad advice but always be willing to take advice and learn mm -hmm. never never stop learning and like you were and like you were saying don't don't be afraid to, to abort you know there's nothing wrong with taking a second resetting and trying it again because if you taking taking off and having something severely go wrong, it can be either really costly or really painful. Yeah. Like I said, you can't just pull over and put your foot down. Right. That's true. Um, the way we go through school over here is that we have three phases of launching. You got your inflation, 
taxi and commit, right? So your inflation, obviously you're inflating, making sure it's above your head, taxi. And that's when you do all your checks. You look up to both your wings, make sure everything looks good on your risers, right? You know, make sure it feels good as you're taxiing because once you commit, now, like uh, like Kenny said, you can't put your foot down. But yeah, I've right. seen people take off oscillating and that is scary to see. I can't believe they went ahead and committed. I mean, if you're going and your wing starts oscillating and you still keep on the gas, you're asking for it. Yeah, like, especially on a trike. Oh, yeah, on a trike, you that is even worse. Right. <laughs> because yeah, because a lot of people don't realize that on that trike, that if you, you know, here's the trike, you start doing your your pendulum this way. If you do take off, now you're gonna pendulum back this way, and you're probably gonna hit. You're gonna hit right. the ground. Yeah. Yeah, so hard, hard. Yeah, so we kind of do same thing as you do. We we do inflate the glider, fly the glider, then fly. So that's that's how I train. Inflate the glider, fly the glider, like you know, taxi in the glider, and then, like you said, then go for it. I like that, it, and it's all the same thing as long as we can remember as new students and bring it into you know our flying career that you know inflation and taxi. You know, you can abort at any time. Right. It usually take much to set it down, fix it, and go fly. Um, I know there's been many times that <laughs> I did do one video. I normally do three times and I'm done, right? I usually do three times. Um, but I, oh, looks like Jim needs to go. Jim, let's go ahead and say goodbye for, for you. We didn't even get your, your goodbye or anything. And here it is after nine o'clock. So Jim, our uh, official sponsor, uh, of Running to the Sky, Clear Prop TV, PPG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcasting, all of your uh, paramotor calendar, um, whatever, is it's all because of of Jim. And uh, I, I was just thinking that mine smells like uh, maple syrup, so it was really. <laughs> I don't think. I don't, I don't know. Ryan hasn't sent maple syrup me that maple syrup flavoring yet, so I don't have it. <laughs> Oh, maybe it was just sticky from when you were having your maple syrup pancakes in the morning. When I was rubbing my hundos on it, huh? <laughs> Jim, Thanks, drop Jim. your drop your address in the in the chat in the private chat, and I'll uh, I'll get you a bottle. <laughs> I no, actually, in all honesty, I can't because my wife is seriously allergic to artificial flavors. Oh, so that would be a real bad thing. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the thought though ryan <laughs> yeah if you want a calendar pptcalendar.com and uh fly safe there you go Good. thanks for hanging out <laughs> it was awesome thanks, Kenny. thank you thank you thank you jim for everything you do too buddy. it's about that time well it is about that time so i know that uh, we want to talk a little bit after we go off of the live stream, because um, I think Ryan wants to talk about something. Linda wants to talk okay. about something. If you got the rest of you guys need to go, that's no problem. But if you want to stay in the after show, that's private. You're more than welcome to stay and and uh, talk about more paramotor stuff as we normally do. So I'm going to say goodbye to everybody. Uh, definitely appreciate you. We'll see you next uh, month. Thank you. We're thank you, everybody. Bye, everybody. More. Thanks for hanging uh, out. Yeah, Kenny, and we definitely appreciate him over at uh, 
PPG. You can find him at paramotorpa.com. Uh, Scuba Steve, paramotorugly.com. What was it? <laughs> Paramotor people. Outlaw. Paramotorarkandpirate.com or something. Yeah. Paramotorouwlaw.com. Come on. It's easy. I, I just know Paramotor Dude. So Steve, you know. I like it. I'll remember it. Gonna take See, a there minute. you go. <laughs> can take a minute. I don't know why you didn't get scuba steve pbg.com. That would have been really easy. I guess I could have. I'll think why not of both. both. Yes. Why not both? Right? Why not both? Yeah, why not? Exactly. So we'll say goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Fly safe. And uh, don't forget tomorrow, pbgshane.com. Uh, Wednesday, uh, paramotorgirl.com. Thursday, par paraglidingtalk.com. And scuba steve on Friday. It's not uh, paramotor dude, it's paramotor. Um, um, Western, <laughs> Western something <laughs> outlaws it can't be outlaw that scuba. Yeah, paramotor paramotor outlaws. Is it law or outlaws? Outlaw, no s. Paramotor outlaw. So I'm going to grab the outlaws, and that way, when somebody types in the wrong one, it goes to my site. There you go. Go for it. Take it. Good night, everybody. Stay here if you want to talk after the Thank show. Yeah. See you, See you guys. PP Geographics Paramotor Podcast, Clearprop TV, uh, our nonprofit Run to the Sky Paramotor Podcast. <laughs> Wait till <laughs> all that other stuff. Anyway, <laughs> see y'all later. <laughs>